welcome to the Muddy Puddle Teacher Podcast. I'm Sarah Seaman and today I've got the lovely Lisa. Lisa, you have got an Instagram account and a book. Tell everybody what it's called and what you do. Okay, brilliant. Thanks for having me. So I have an Instagram account called Simple Toddler Activities and my account is all about play-based learning using all the things you already have at home. So it's all about upcycling and trying to use what you have to have fun with your child. Um, The other benefit of my Instagram account is I can do lots of book play. So I have so many books with my son and we share different art activities with that or a sensory play. And so that's just a way where I can give more content more frequently to my followers. And then I have a book called Simple Activities for Toddlers. And basically, I created that during lockdown. And the lockdown we had in Spain meant that for almost three months, children could not leave the house. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Could not put one foot on the sidewalk. So it was a challenge. And um, what I wanted to try and do was to create a resource that if this happened again, not just in Spain, but anywhere in the world, parents could pick up this book and go, okay, how do I bring the outside in? How do I use our recyclables to actually engage my child in learning? But not just, oh, let's focus on art. No, we have to think about the child holistically. And that's what I want to give parents the confidence to do, have fun, play, and just follow your child's lead. Absolutely. And what I love about your ideas is, I mean, you mentioned the lockdown. I actually hope that parents will now start to do more with their children. I I think the lockdown has sort of like taught us all to just sort of really engage with our children a lot more. And what I would love to see, I mean, is, is parents taking that time to just play with their children. I think they really need it. They need, I think, because there's so much technology in their life, every excuse I can I'm trying to get my children to play because I want them to have a childhood you know to enjoy all the things that are childlike and and they're what your ideas are giving them it's just little ideas and tips isn't it that to just to inspire us and to keep us going because to be perfectly honest we're not children anymore so that Mm. kind of area of life has has gone past us so it's trying to get us a bit interested in it as well and, and keep us going isn't it. So definitely in terms of uh, your your background very interesting as well so you're from originally from Australia is that right yeah and you're now in Madrid Spain did you say yeah, yeah. so what, what what was the reason for the move so my husband's job um they offered us a secondment for two years and I have now been in Spain five And there is actually no (laughs) end date, but um, it's a brilliant place to be, clearly. But during a pandemic and how Australia has handled it very differently, I can't see my family. It's just not an option. So that's what's really tough now. It's like, oh, that's all taken away, the freedom to catch a plane back. Um, But yeah we're here and previously we lived in New Zealand as well wow yeah for my husband's job and I actually was a teacher whilst we were there for almost a year and so that's a different system again 
And well back <laughs> towards the very beginning of my career as a teacher, um, I actually worked in London. Wow. So, yeah. So so, <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> so I'm really fascinated in knowing, because obviously, you know, um, I have a super passion for outdoor learning. What's it? Because we do have quite a few schools that are Mudipuddle teachers in Australia. Um, what's the difference with outdoor learning from, from a teacher perspective in um, Australia as to Spain? What is it like? Oh, it, it's night and day. Um, in Australia, the the weather is brilliant as well. So that really does help. Yeah. Um, but it's just really normal that when you're doing a reading activity, the class is outside. Yeah. And they can kind of sit anywhere in your peripheral. Yeah. You have to always mark out, okay, this area. <laughs> Otherwise, they would just go somewhere where you have no idea where they are or what they're doing. Um, so that's really, really normal. It's also normal to start the day with running a few laps around the, the playground, for yes, example. I love that idea. We have got some of our schools in the UK that have started doing that now, you know, starting the day with activity. And, and this is what I do love. About, I, I get, get feedback from the Australian schools is that they do start the day with some sort of activity. Just gets the brain going, doesn't it? You know, it and does. children have so much energy that they really do need to just, you know, run it off so that they can focus when they're back in class. But yeah, I'm, I'm really up for activity first thing. Yeah, 100%. And it's not just for um, children with ADHD or some sort of special need. It's for children because they do, they have so much energy. Normally, they get out of bed and they're not always having the best breakfast, the family's too busy and so on. So then they've got that sugar, they need to kind of get that energy out. And then it's also just one of those things where they've spent so much time indoors, not just in school, at home, perhaps in a dance activity, taekwondo. Yeah. When, when do they get outside? Yeah, I know. And I, I suppose with the outdoors as well, what I, I love about it is there's, there's no structure there. So like you mentioned, children going and doing hobbies, which they do, everything's structure, 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 structure. And with the outdoors, is you, you can't really create structure. You've just got to let them, you know, explore and do what, do what they do. Um, exactly. So would you be able to give us some tips for toddlers then uh, for outdoor play? What would you suggest? What are your favourite things to do with your children? um outdoors well where do you begin um apart from just allowing them to play on the the climbing frames and so on it's just letting them go on a little treasure hunt let's go and have a little scavenger hunt you can choose five things okay bring them back to me now can you think about a story yeah. so they might have a stick a leaf and a rock and who knows what other treasures they yeah. have but it's like, okay, every story has a beginning, a middle and an end. So can you start your story of introduce these little objects you have as if they are characters, for example? Yeah. And you can get them in a pair. You can get them in a small group. They yeah. all practice taking turns. Yeah. And as a teacher, you're the facilitator. If yeah. you have 20, 30 kids in your class, you can't be there going, it's your turn now. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or, and then the other child, no. So I think it's about, like you said, the less structure, they find items that interest them and then they go on a little journey. Yeah. Um, yeah, or sometimes it's just art inspiration as well. It's yeah. like, oh, look, spring, how beautiful. 
whatever you think is the best thing that you can see right now, draw. You can sketch. Like there's so many things that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's that spontaneousness as well, isn't it? I think, you know, it is so cross-curricular when you step out, step out there. You know, there's so much going on. Uh, and what I especially like about it is that, you know, forever as teachers, we're always changing our displays and, you know, putting new things up and, you know, taking hours <laughs> doing things like that where outside, you, you know, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's changing right in front of your face all the time. Um, totally. Um, Lovely. And children also come up with their own things as well. Like my son is about to be three and he just started collecting sticks and making letters. He's like, oh, look, T, T for Thomas. So obviously O or anything that's round is a little bit more of a challenge. But then he problem solves and finds a bunch of smaller sticks to make that particular letter. So Um, he's leading the play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Or sometimes he's like, oh, I love the book um, Room on a Broom by yeah. Julia Donaldson. And yeah, he's like yeah. running around with a stick and it's a wand. Yeah. You know, it's uh, so open, so free, and it allows their imagination to take over. Yeah. And I think like uh, for myself, um, the gut instinct in me just says this is right when I'm when I'm outside teaching with the children. It just says to me, yeah, this is this is right. I can tell that the children are all better at behaved and concentrating and just, you know, really engaged in what we're doing. Um, so Lisa, can I ask, why did you start the Instagram page then? Because I'm I am loving this about education now that uh, teachers are sort of championing themselves and parents as well and showing their like super talents I call them you know I, my teacher super talent is outdoor learning uh, what created you to inspire you to do that honestly I started it in the first lockdown friends and family were like oh my god what do I do with my child in fairness they were also juggling work and so, so we started it in the lockdown Mm-hmm. Yeah, thousand people on there now following you. Gushness, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I started it then, and more and more people came. And I think the reason for that is my Instagram is not perfect. I'm not an artist. I don't have some sort of super talent in that way. Yeah. Um, I'm just real. I don't just show sensory play. I don't just show book play. It's what I'm doing with my child. So it is field tested by an actual toddler. He just has the added bonus that I come from a teaching background. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I started it and it grew. There about it being real. Um, I think sometimes like you can go, you can follow lots of accounts um, and you see these perfect displays or you see these perfect continuous provision areas. And I know in my head that in two seconds, the kids are going to go and play with that and be bored and you've just yeah. spent about 20 minutes setting it up and they're going to spend two seconds on it. You know, when I look at things, I look and I think, right, okay, how interested do I think the children are going to be with that? Um, exactly. They're always quite conscious of on our on our social media accounts is that, you know, whatever is up there has been played with, tested, tried and tested, and there's something that's going to give, you know, your class a lot of reward. And sometimes for us, ours is very, we only work with sticks and stones and mud, so it, it can't, sometimes it doesn't look especially colourful, but we know that the learning that's involved in that and the engagement is going to be, you know, rich and, and full of cross-curricular links. 
Oh, totally. And that's the most important thing. Um, and a lot of people forget that it's about the child. And so during the pandemic, a lot of people, I think, are needing to express themselves and their artistic talents. They need a little bit of a boost. And so that's brilliant. That's the, the channel that they're going towards and they're the people they're drawing towards them. But I wanted to offer, I guess my tagline always is process over product. Mm -hmm. Just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the activities I do, I try and do outside. I think my latest post was all about um, scraping paint and things, but it was a perfect sunny day. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, we did it outside. Yeah. The other bonus of that is, guess what? There's no mess indoors either. Yeah, yeah. That is a big bonus. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think I, so. I'm one of these parents that has uh, sand pits in my living room and all sorts of crazy things. I'm, oh, I've got mess everywhere. But it is one bonus. And my husband does prefer it when the kids have got the sand pit outside, not inside the house. Um, yeah, same but, yeah, again, it's it's yeah, it's saving time. And I think... Something I'm always trying to push for is to try and save the teachers time because they don't have enough of it. Um, more time should be spent on creating engaging activities than, uh, you know, the rest of the things that that we have to do. Um, but, yeah, that's brilliant, Lisa. Can you just tell us more about the book then, where they can get it and tell us how they can follow you on Instagram? Yeah, of course. So my book is available on Amazon. Um, I self-published the book because... What else do you do when you're a new author living in a foreign country where the language is not English? Um, and so it's available worldwide for that reason. Um, and basically you'll find a variety of activities in the book. It's to give you some confidence to try something new. So whether it's imaginative play and it's all about here's an idea, don't copy, recreate it exactly the same. Yeah. make it towards your child's interests mm -hmm. so I'm trying to empower parents that aren't arty like myself to have a go kids don't care if it's not perfect they just want to be with you they want that quality time because I think as parents our lives are so busy we sometimes just go oh what other activity can I take them to and these little people are constantly overburdened with running from ballet to singing lessons to taekwondo next day piano art lessons and they're more busy or as busy as us adults and so I'm trying to strip it all back and say you don't need all these extra bits and pieces um try and focus on your time developing your child's skills their confidence their self-esteem Things that you can really do that are so important, especially in children under the age of five. And once you have that beautiful relationship with your child, hopefully that will continue to grow as they turn into a teenager. And as parents, as teachers, we all know that's an especially challenging time with all the hormones going on. So I think, I think what you've touched upon as well is that um, I think we take our kids to all these hobbies because we feel like I, I get caught up in the hobby hobby race sometimes that, yeah, oh, you know, they've got to have this skill. They've got to be great dance. They've got to do this, got to do that. We've got to find what they're good at, um, which all costs a lot of money. It's not cheap either. 
Um, but what we're forgetting is that actually our relationship with our child is just as important. And, you know, as much as we put our money into these things, you know, them having a great relationship with you is just as important as us nurturing their talents. You know, if we want our children to be happy, they've got to have great relationships with other people. And that starts with us. So if we have a great relationship with our child, then they can go on and make friendships and, and have good relationships with others. And yeah, that's something to invest in. And it's free. Exactly. <laughs> you know, what I like about your book is everything is free. And, you know, that we've got to remember that we consume too much sometimes and we tell our children that plastic things and that new toys and new stuff means that you're a great person. I don't know what are we telling our children when they buy all of this stuff. What we want them to realize is that actually the simplest things are the most fun and uh, yeah. the most cherished. Um, yes, yeah, definitely something that I got from your book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I think it is, it's this commercial world that we live in and we just buy way too much. And then we have to buy the next thing because they're really good at marketing. Yeah. And so, oh, you want this extra part? Okay, that's an yeah. extra ten pound. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to spend all that money. You're better spending that money on a holiday, for example, having an experience yeah. outside of the home, something a bit different. Yeah. Um, like I know one of our favorite things to do is to go to the beach. There yeah. isn't a beach in Madrid, and it's a fantastic place to go for learning yeah. about so many random things. Yeah. So, yeah, save your money for things like that. Absolutely. And it's sort of um, the, what I love about upcycling and, and, and doing the activities that you suggest is that um, it, it makes the child come up with their own their own imagination. They're using their own creativity. You know, sometimes I, you know, I, I used to buy it. My, my little girl, she's four now, but she used to like Peppa Pig and we'd get her these Peppa Pig sets and she would play the same sort of game all of the time. When she creates her own houses out of shoe boxes and things like that, it's different every time. It is, but it's not just creating the, the, the shoe box house. It's also her looking at it and going, oh, okay, okay, this is this shape and this other thing will fit on here. How do I stick them together? There's a lot of engineering that becomes involved in it. Um, and then it's the language. Oh, but what is this thing called? Um and then it leads into imaginative play because it's not limited. Yeah. She's created something from her own brain and then figures out ways to play with it. And so the next time she plays with it, it will be something different Absolutely. because she can create or add on to her initial creation. Absolutely. Well, Lisa, thank you ever so much for talking with me today. It's been a pleasure. Just remind us one more time what your Instagram account's called. Okay, it's Simple Toddler Activities. And the book, the name of the book again? Simple Activities for Toddlers. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Lisa. Take care. You too. Thank you. Bye. Brilliant, Lisa. That was lovely. Thank you ever so oh, much. No, thank you. Um, so, yeah, what we'll do now is we'll edit it. We'll have it up on the podcast, which it does get very, very busy on that podcast. And, and we won an award for it last week. So Ooh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Um, but, yeah, it seems to be very, very helpful. So it's gone down a storm. We only, I only started it. Well, I started it just before the lockdown and then I stopped because I've got all the kids here and 
sorting all of them out. Um, but then I've, I've just started it all again now. So yeah, it gets very, very popular. So um, hopefully lots of people are becoming your way, getting your ideas, which is the main aim of the game. So thank you ever so much and have a lovely day. Yeah, same to you. I really appreciate your time. No problem. Take care, okay. Lisa. You Bye. too. Bye.